Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and I'm back. This is the first I'm going to do in a series on the love of God. I've entitled this, What Kind of Love Is This? My cell phone rang late in the day. It was the Duke of Earl saying he was out of here. You will remember, he is a Vietnam vet with post-traumatic stress disorder, homeless in Long Beach, black, intelligent, and a Jonah by his own description. As I guessed, he had stopped taking his meds. Besides not wanting to go on living, he was talking crazy and spewing venom, even at me. I started crying and, well, he hung up on me. Wait, I wanted to shout. God has been working in your life, and you know it. You've said it yourself. You know that God has called you back to himself. He's blessing you, and now you're just giving up on him? Giving up on life? Again? You are my bodyguard in Long Beach, and your presence allows me to move and to minister safely and without fear. I screamed all these things in my head. I wept. I wept for me, for him, and for the father whose love was being rejected again. The father's love. What kind of love is this? Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Christ's love compels us, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. When we deserve judgment, he loved us instead. God gave us the greatest love man has ever known, covering us so that we might not face conviction on judgment day, and he did it through Christ's love. Turning toward the discussion of the love of God, I picked a book from my shelf that had been a gift years ago, The Return of the Prodigal Son, a story of homecoming. It was by Henry Nowen. I mentioned it to you the other day. I do not know when a book, author, or subject matter has pierced my heart like this one. To say that it was balm for my soul would be apt, but so would informative to my thinking. The story of the prodigal son is from Luke chapter 15, one of three stories Jesus told to illustrate just how lost people matter to God. All these years, probably at least 42, I have missed what Nowen brought to my attention. It has truly impacted me, and I pray that it will move you as well. Sure, I knew the story. The younger son asked his father for his inheritance, which was a total disgrace in the Eastern culture of the day. The father gave it to him, along with the freedom to go and to do as he would. He squandered all his money on the sinful pleasures of this world. Poor and starving, he returned home and threw himself on the mercy of his father, thinking he would be far better off just to be one of his father's servants. From across the horizon, the father sees his lost son coming. He prepares a feast for him and runs to greet and welcome his son home. Meanwhile, the father's oldest boy looks on with righteous jealousy. I've always been faithful, but you've never given me a celebration. What gives? Nowen was moved to write a book on this story after he saw a poster of Rembrandt's painting, Prodigal Son. The colors, expressions, and emotions of the work shouted to Nowen, who then traveled to the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, Russia, to spend hours studying the original, thought to be one of Rembrandt's last paintings. His journey into Rembrandt's life serves to augment the rich messages of the parable. 
I rightly viewed the father's welcome of his returning son as representative of the father's great love for us. But I had never viewed the father in the story as the heavenly father. Until now, I have never drunk into my soul or carried in my being the radical, all-encompassing love of God that now in it enabled me to glimpse. God's love, he writes, cannot force, constrain, push, or pull. It offers the freedom to reject that love or to love in return, which is why the Father loved the Son enough to give him the freedom not to love him in return, don't you see? But to take his inheritance and leave, walk away from the love of his Father, now and continues. As Father, he wants his children to be free, free to love. That love includes the possibility of their leaving home, going to a distant country, and losing everything. The Father's heart knows all the pain that will come from that choice, but his love makes him powerless to prevent it. Until now, I did not recognize the prodigal's father as God, the Father who loves unconditionally. Juxtaposed with my deep study into the love of my father, came this situation with the Duke. Well, all I could do was pray for him and release him again to the care of his own true father. Praise God, he turned around. And of course, just like the prodigal's father, God welcomed the Duke home again. But what kind of love is this that loves so deeply and yet offers such freedom for us to choose to love him or reject him? God loves you and me enough to let us go, even when it hurts him deeply. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is, What Kind of Love is This?